When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, Ben, I got a question for you. Shoot. Uh, have you ever been in an accident where the airbags deployed? Scott, I have not been in an accident where the airbags deployed. Have, Likewise. Have you? No, oh, no, really? I haven't, uh, which, you know... Boy, I mean, that's pretty lucky, I guess. I mean, I don't want to mm-hmm. jinx it or anything, but uh, that hasn't happened yet. Right. And and part of it, you know, not to uh, <clears throat> not to make us look like crotchety old people or something, but you and I are actually from generations that were before the widespread use of airbags. You know what? I've been in some wrecks that I could have benefited from airbags, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. I've had some a couple of bad accidents, and, and one of them definitely would – my first car, its demise – uh, would have benefited from I would have benefited from airbags. I feel the same way, man, because I uh, I had an unfortunate incident, just one, where an airbag would have also really benefited me. And mm-hmm. you know, w- spoiler alert, everybody, Scott and I are talking about airbags today. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. In case in case you're wondering, yeah. Um, but the uh, the thing about airbags is that despite some complaints that have happened, um. Every every so often, you know, about the potential danger of airbags. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and argue. I'm going to take the position that the potential benefits of airbags outweigh the potential problems. I would definitely say that you're right, and you know, you're going to find somebody that argues this for seatbelts. You're going to find somebody that argues mm-hmm. this for power um, locks, even. Uh, yeah. power locks, power windows, and sure. um, you know the the cage that they build into modern vehicles. You know the metal cage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to find that you know people have uh, you know a favorable opinion of it or um, an unfavorable opinion based yeah. on maybe one story that they've heard. Um, yeah. I know someone. I think. Well, I think I've mentioned this. My father-in-law will not wear a seatbelt in the car. And <laughs> say it again, because yeah, it was a long time ago. He, you mentioned he, this. he will not wear a seatbelt, and it's because he's heard one story of somebody who was saved by being thrown from the vehicle in an accident. He's now, like, that, Scott, it'll kill you. Is that crazy? I mean, I, I, I 
I don't mean absolutely crazy. I mean, it, I understand that he's got this fear that, you know, he's going to be trapped in the car. I can right. understand that. Sure. But you're far better off having that seatbelt attached. I can tell you that. Uh, right. It's better to remain in the vehicle. People who are thrown from cars hit things. Yeah, they don't fare too well once no. you're outside of that car. It's not like you land on your feet at a trot. <laughs> No, Ben. No, it's and you know what? People will argue the same way, like I said, for and against airbags. Right. One of the arguments being uh, the fear that if you are in an accident and an airbag deploys, and maybe you're a shorter person or you're a child, mm-hmm. or depending on the angle, that the airbag will possibly snap your neck. Yeah. Now they they kind of do this in percentiles. They they rate you right. know, the, the severity Statistic. of the impacts. And yeah, statistics about you know how high the per or how tall the person is rather. Mm-hmm. How did I say how high the person is? Yeah. I think I did, yeah. <laughs> how how, how tall the person is, how much the person weighs, uh, yeah. male, female, you know, sure. that type of thing. It's it it age it all comes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they do uh, determine, you know, if, if you're a uh, 97th percentile female who's right. sitting in the passenger seat, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Oh, go ahead. I, well, I, not to not to interrupt, uh, but I I just brought up the safety thing because I want to put that out there and get it out of the way first um, because it's it is an issue that I know we're going to get listener response about. Yeah. But if if people think that um, if people think that airbags are absolutely murderous devices or something on the off chance. And I think most of our listeners are probably on the same page that you and I are on. Mm-hmm. Um, on the off chance you think that, uh, I would ask um, anyone who hasn't listened to our earlier episode about death-proof cars or accident-proof cars sure. to check that out. There's plenty of other technology out there that um, you know is, is designed to – well, to, to save a human life in the vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's one of the things that I mean. Of course, that's what these are. These are for. These are to save right. save lives. And and really, the way they do that, and the purpose, the gen, I guess the 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 purpose of an airbag is really to slow the speed of the passengers down as slowly as possible, right? And now, as safely, yeah, and as safely. Now that's that sounds a little funny to say that, but it's really just the slower that you can decelerate the person in the vehicle, mm-hmm. the better off that person is because that rapid deceleration is what, what kills people. Okay, so let's say you're a hypothetical driver, right, and you are involved in a collision. Mm-hmm. So here's what happens. A sensor, crash sensor, understands that an impact has occurred. Mm-hmm. There's a signal that goes to your to your airbag, right? Which uh, ordinarily just looks like part of your steering wheel again. Mm -hmm. And then this thing inflates incredibly quickly. Yeah. Usually with nitrogen gas. And, um, a, in theory, it makes a huge soft pillow, finger quote soft. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That, um, that will be able to, again, as, as you said, Scott, slow your, uh, slow your speed. At a, at a livable pace. Your body. Not, yeah. not the vehicle. And the vehicle, whatever's happening right. to the vehicle is happening to the vehicle. Right. But you are a separate object inside the vehicle. Exactly. And the only place that you're going to come to rest is after you've made contact with either the dashboard or the steering wheel or, you know, or the side of the vehicle or whatever mm-hmm. happened with the, the roof of the vehicle. Yeah. The forbid. windshield. It's, uh, it, the idea here is to, Make that deceleration as slow as possible so that it's a, it's a, a I'm going to do finger quotes too, yeah. gentle stop for the body. So why are we finger quoting well, uh, because, soft and gentle? Because it's really, it, 
accidents are terribly violent. I mean, even yes. even a small, you know, a small accident, a, 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 a low fender speed, bender, or a low speed accident, terribly violent situation. I mean, yeah. it's really really bad what happens inside a car. The potential for destruction is amazing. You know, we've talked about those side impact images, right? You know, the ones that you see where the, uh, you know, the, the sled, the weight sled or whatever hits the vehicle in the mm-hmm. side door. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the person's head goes through the, the, uh, the glass and, you know, then the body kind of angles out. I'm making a C shape with my body. Like yeah. I can see, but at an, impo- um, at one of those impossible angles. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you know how quickly these have to inflate, Ben, you mentioned quick, you know, how, how quick all this happens. And it's a, it's, it's a mechanical, uh, sensor that then causes an electrical signal to be sent. Mm-hmm. And that's what causes this to inflate. But um, it's it's so fast. It's if the front airbags inflate within thirty to forty milliseconds. Okay, right. Yeah, and that is a surprisingly long time in an impact. Really, I mean, that's because you've got the whole front end of the vehicle, or I mm-hmm. guess in some cases the back end of the vehicle. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's really true or not. I'll try to think about think well, this through. Well, go with like front or the side. Let's do the front. Okay, so you've got the front, which has crumple zones. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about those in the past, I know. Yes. Uh, you've got the bumper. You've got you know areas that are designed to absorb impact. Mm-hmm. And those take the brunt you know, force of, this, of the accident. You're receiving a much uh, reduced amount of sure. force inside because it's softened by these parts of the cars being crumbled away, like in race cars that they're designed to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, similar in your street car. Now you've got 30 to 40 milliseconds before your air, airbags um, inflate in a front impact. In a side impact, can you imagine how quickly they have to inflate? Because you're talking about a vehicle hitting the door that's right on your arm, you know, next to your arm. Yeah. Between I'll- five and six milliseconds is how quickly a side airbag has to inflate. So that is literally too fast for the human brain to perceive it. Oh, even the 30 to 40 milliseconds. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you can. The uh, the five to s- five or six milliseconds, no way. I mean, it's that quick because you got to remember, I mean, that car is within inches of your body mm-hmm. the second it hits the vehicle, the second it does. And there's no crumple zone there. There's a very, very small crumple zone. Right. But it has to react so quickly. You know, there, there's... There's side curtain airbags. There are there are airbags that are mounted in the seats of the vehicle now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are airbags that are um, just head airbags. You know that are like um, almost like a. Uh, I've heard them described as like a sausage or something on top, you know, like, uh, a, yeah, like yeah, a bed yeah. roll is probably yeah. the best way to say it because that's about the size. Um, they're mounted in the A pillar right across the, the front, and the and of course the dashboard. Yeah, I mean some cars side. have multiple airbags for all types of different situations. They have them for rollovers. They mm-hmm. have them for. Um, I just it, they they stay inflated longer. They're they're smart airbags. Yes, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the the term that a lot of people you know. There's marketing terms for all these, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know the the ones that are for the rollover. Just for instance, they they stay inflated slightly longer because in a rollover situation, it doesn't do you any good if the airbag deflates immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, you need that protection as the vehicle continues to roll. Um, your head, you know, your body's going to be moving around quite a bit, and and it it helps to have that inflated, and it's. Uh, again, air quote soft. Right. Okay. Air quote soft. And why air quote soft and why air quote gentle? That is because these bad boys are popping out at you at uh, speeds around 200 miles per hour. Whoa. And so the reasoning here, and again, it is reasoning that I agree with, is that, you know what? Uh, you can live with a broken nose. You can live with a black eye if it comes to that. Um, and that is so, so much preferable. Uh, so much more preferable, rather, to the um, to the quite possible tragedy 
of death. Sure. You know? Head injury of any kind. Sure. Um, you're talking about, you know, slowing down in the case of, uh, you know, the, the, the driver's side airbag on the passenger too, because they're getting much larger now. Yeah. Um, you know, much more coverage, but, um, you know, if, if you have this rapid decelerate, there's, there's cases where, you know, your, your heart's ripped from, you know, the, uh, the main valve. The valves are breaking off. It and things happens, like that. It's, yeah. It happens. It really does because it's so, it's so quick, that deceleration. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's more like your, your entire body's really being covered by airbags at some point in the, in these newer vehicles. Hopefully. Yeah. That's the theory. That's the safest way to do is to encase somebody in a cushion. It would, it would be. Yeah. And I, yeah. I know that they're working on type stuff like this. I want to later when we get towards the end, I want to mention a couple of things that people are working on that, Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of interesting in this area because it's not stagnant technology. No, no, um, it's, it's con- evolving. It's continuing to evolve. Oh, we should also point out um, one thing that can make an airbag dangerous. What's that? If you don't wear a seatbelt because an airbag needs a seatbelt yes. to work. They have to work in, in combination. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They have to. Um, yeah, one doesn't work without the other. It may just uh, end up pushing you in a direction that you don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And that would not be good as well. Um, yeah, you're right, Ben. That's a good point because some people think that, you know, well, I don't need a seatbelt. I've got, I've got airbags. Yeah. And it just doesn't work that way. No, it, it, well, it'll still work, but it won't work the way you want it no, to. No, exactly. And, yeah. and you know, you know, I mentioned a rollover situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one. But imagine that you're in a, in a wreck and the airbags inflate. You know how quickly they deflate, right? They quick, they, they quickly deflate because they have holes in them and, you know, they don't want it to obstruct your view in case, the vehicle's still moving or, you know, you need to get out or, or you're whatever. you're in a rescue situation. Exactly. So they quickly deflate and, you know, they don't want them to be pressing on the person's chest or, you know, face mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. So we should also talk about now that we've, we've listed some of the basic mechanics. We've listed the ways these work. Uh, the reason that they have to deflate in some cases and the reason they have to stay inflated yeah. in others, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there's, also the capacity to switch airbags off. Yes, yes. That's one good point that we haven't mentioned yet is, you know, a lot of them have a, uh, a key mm-hmm. that you can turn them off. You can, I mean, it's a, just a real simple thing. You place the ignition key in and turn it and it's off. Mm-hmm. Um, others automatically sense who or what is in the passenger seat. Right, because – and this, this comes back again, the con- – the concerns about children in cars, mm-hmm. which which are very real because under a certain height, under a certain weight, airbags mm-hmm. can be very dangerous. See, this goes back to the percentiles that we were talking right. about. Yeah. And, of course, you know, the rear, rear-facing car seats that should never be used in them. And you'll see the, the scary images of, you know, under the visor of your car – uh, that will have, you know, a picture of the, the child seat breaking in half, you know, when the airbag is deployed yeah. against it. And that's true. That, those are not a good situation. Those are not urban legends. Exactly. No, no, that's a, that's a bad situation. You should never have a rear facing infant seat in the car, uh, a car with airbags in the front seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, up to certain size limits. And all that's laid out in the owner's manual. It's all laid out, um, online. You can find a lot of this information about safety. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I don't want to get into speci- uh, specifics about you know right. what age and what weight and all that. But um, the cool thing about these these airbags is they can also um, not only can you shut them off, some of them can deploy less forcefully. Yes, they're, they can uh, be depowered. Yeah, right? they're, they're smart systems because they know the size of the person mm. or the object in the passenger seat. Or if it is an object, they mm. might just turn it off. It might not be on because a lot of times you'll see that you know you get in the car and if you've got a passenger with you, the air the passenger side airbag light may remain lit, meaning that it's off, mm-hmm. or vice versa. You know, it depends, depends on your depends on your car. Um, and then 
you'll notice that you know after five seconds it goes the light goes off or on, mm-hmm. uh, probably off. Yeah. And um, you know other times, let's say you've got no one with you, that light remains on. Mm-hmm. And you know why is that? Well, it's sensing. It's got um, sensors in the seat. It's either liquid that display, you know, displacement, sure. um, or it's an electrical sensor that uh, you know it's a grid pattern that it detects um, a pattern that would normally be laid out by a car seat. Uh, it's really distribution of weight. Exactly. It it figures out the points that you know if there's four points you know of, of weight, it knows that you know that may be a car seat. So we're going to mm-hmm. uh, adjust that based on the weight that we sense as well. Uh, it's really they're really really smart systems. And, and yeah. Oh no, go ahead. Is it okay? Fine. Okay, I didn't want to roll uh, roll over you there. On in 1997, uh, the NHTSA, which our listeners are familiar with, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, uh, allowed auto manufacturers to use lower powered airbags, right? Mm-hmm. And when they, uh, when they did this sort of triggered a change. And in 1998 repair shops and dealers were allowed to install these off switches. Yeah. And if you, if you want to switch off your airbags, if you say, well, I have, you know, three kids who are in the car with me all the time, mm-hmm. I'm very concerned about them in an accident. Um, you can check out, the NHTSA's brochure on this stuff, like on-off switches, what do you need to know to make a good mm-hmm. decision about it? Um, and you can find loads of statistics, excuse me for that dry swallow. You can find loads of statistics at, you know, AAA, um, dealers and your local DMV, uh, that will tell you about what you need to do. And if you still decide that you want to have that off switch, they will send you a letter authorizing it. And you have to take that letter to the repair shop. Okay. Uh, so you you can if so you can have one installed aftermarket is what right. you're saying. Yeah, exactly. But because some come from the factory with it, think I've, about it carefully. Yes, yeah, yeah. some come from the factory. And, and you know, you mentioned 1998. That was the year that uh, that began uh, the legislation that all new cars sold in the United States had to have. Uh, drive at least driver yes. and passenger side airbags. Now, you know, beyond that, you know, we've gone way beyond that. As a matter of fact, um, you know, as far as as far as the Number of airbags that are contained in vehicles. Mm-hmm. You know, there's front and rear, there's side curtain. We mentioned all those. It's before, like cup holders. Exactly. Yeah, they've just uh, they're they're you know all the way back to the third row seats now, and you know some of these mm-hmm. bigger vehicles, and um, you know it, with good reason. Yeah, with good reason. So wait, when we're talking, it sounds like we're getting closer and closer to some uh, cool stuff here. Well, maybe the future. Maybe. 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 Um. Yeah. Like, you know what? I want to do that first, and then I, I I got a couple of things that I I mean I just. It's almost like pet peeves, okay? I'd like to mention oh, okay. two pet peeves, I think, at the end of this, but let's get to it. Um, I, I'd i rather talk about the new technology right now, and then I'll, then I'll mention these things and see how you feel about them, too. Okay, and maybe sure. we'll get some listener response, because I bet yes. you others feel the same way. Um, okay, here's here's one thing. Uh, new technology that you know we, we're talking about, and you'd think that you know by this point, it's just an airbag's an airbag at this point. Sure. It's been around for so long. You know, They were new at one time, but you know mm. what's, what's new in this area? Well, I know that some manufacturers are working on um, external airbags for their vehicles, you know, for pedestrian collisions. Now, they've they've had for a while they've had uh, panels on the vehicles that are for pedestrian collisions. You, yes, that you know, like the hood that will crumble under. You know, it's an aluminum hood, or mm-hmm. um, you know, they're designed for awful as it sounds, pedestrian impact. Well, like the bumper, for instance, will will crumple in instead of 
pushing a pedestrian down. Exactly. So they won't go under the vehicle. Maybe mm-hmm. they will go. They will either push them out or on top of the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, that type of thing, right? Okay. Now they're they're talking about developing these external pedestrian airbags, uh, and I know that this stuff is in development. I don't know what stage they're in because you know it's one of those things that you can hear about on a maybe a tech blog or something. Yeah. It's um, a, as far as I know, it's still at a concept. Yeah. Exactly. Because exactly. the question is, how do you differentiate between you know backing up into a mailbox? Versus, yeah, uh, that's true. Versus, you know, rolling over, um, or accidentally hitting a bike, a bicyclist. True, true. Yeah, so. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's right. Um, the other thing is, now this is probably the last one I want to mention oh, here about it. new technology, but this one's interesting. You can find a video of this online and, uh, you'll see some critiques of this, or I should say some critics of this that, that, um, <laughs> that, you know, say that it doesn't really work the way it should anyways, but, um, there's a motorcycle airbag suit that you can wear. And it's uh, it's set to deploy when a motorcycle rider rolls off of the motorcycle mm-hmm. and inflates to protect the the head, neck, shoulders area. Um, I don't know how far down the suit goes. I think it goes down the arms, um, but it it kind of gives them this cushion because you know when they roll off, they typically kind of flip and flop and yeah. and they're rolling around. Well, this this is like um, think about like big shoulder pads almost that inflate instantly. Mm. And before you even hit the ground, trying to sort of, I, it seems like maybe immobilize or cushion the neck from yeah. the spinal yeah, injury. Yeah, exactly. Cushion. Yeah, it doesn't immobilize it because okay. it doesn't want to be rigid, but yeah. it's something close to that. And yeah. uh, it's interesting to watch because the, the rider just, you know, dumps the cycle over on the side and, and out pop these airbags, you know, as, mm. as he's rolling along on the ground. And he stands up and walks away. So um, interesting. I mean, of course, you know, it was a survivable correct. Uh, crash anyways, right. but you know it's just to demonstrate how quickly the suit inflates and and you give people an idea of what's out there. I got to tell you, man, uh, I think that's a great idea. I'm a little bit skeptical because motorcycle accidents are just such a different can of worms. Yes, you know, there's so many other factors to consider, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I I don't know. I think that's a great idea. I, I think a lot of people wonder why motorcycles don't have airbags. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. I mean, I'm sure there's a logical answer why they don't have a, like an airbag that would deploy and, and. Cause they don't have seatbelts. I, I, yeah, I guess so. Because the person's going up and over and out. It's not like you can, uh, mm-hmm. install a cage that automatically appears, you know, that keeps the person on the vehicle. And then on the other side, you can't really, you don't want to latch them into the vehicle no. because that could really be. You know, that, that could have some terrible effects. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, you know, this, I guess in this case, it's something that deploys along with the rider, no matter where the rider rolls to, mm-hmm. uh, the rider has that protection. So I guess in a way that makes sense. Well, anyways, watch for stuff like that to come, yeah. you know, come down the pike because it's in there. Before you get to the pet peeves, yeah. which I am actually, I'm really looking forward to hearing these. Uh, so the, let's talk a little bit about the car of the, future, your next car, if you mm-hmm. buy a new car, uh, could very well have a driver airbag, a passenger airbag, a thorax bag, oh, cool. a head thorax bag, a pelvis thorax bag. These are like side curtain airbags. Yeah, I've heard of the thorax bags. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. those are already out there, right? Yeah. Those are already out. Um, and they've got some fairly strong empirical data supporting them enough to the point where uh, the at least the U.S. government again, is, is considering mandating um, not just passenger and driver airbags. Wow. So you're going to have to be uh, have a vehicle loaded with airbags then? Possibly. But, you know, it's, so, it, it's kind of early to tell yeah, sure. on that one because you 
to to be able to have that sort of mandate, there would have to be some really compelling data. I don't know. They did it in 98. Touche, Scott. Yeah, yeah and they you did. know what? A lot of that stuff just seems to make it through. So, uh, you know, I bet you, I bet you we'll see it. Yeah, I I'm would, guessing. I would be surprised. I mean, it's not like they're telling me I have to have, uh, a DVD player in my car or something. They are trying <laughs> to keep me alive. Yeah, that's right. Not it's to a, keep me buying Santa it's Claus. It's a safety issue, and a lot of times these safety issues make it through. Um, all right, pet peeves. All right, pet peeves. You know, can I mention one more, just a yeah, little, yeah, little yeah. fact that yeah. I read along here? Early, early airbag, uh, design. I, this is one that goes way back to where we should have stuck this in the beginning of the podcast, but I just I just stumbled across this. I forgot. Yeah. Early uh, designs called for uh, airbags to be inflated with compressed gas uh, that was housed in a uh, maybe container canister within the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And we're talking way back because I think the, the airbag design goes all the way back to like World War II. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah something with fighter pilots. It's or an old like that, right? idea that didn't start in cars. Yeah, and then uh, you know. Through the years from the, the 40s on, the mid-40s on, um, you know, it didn't really – in the 70s, they were talking about like compressed gas systems. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were trying to figure out how to – you know, one of the things they were trying to find out was how to how to make enough room in the car for this gas canister that would inflate these bags, right? And <laughs> also whether or not the gas would remain contained at a high enough pressure uh, for the life of the car. So you would have to go back and have this thing serviced almost like you do a, an AC system, you know, wow. that would leak. You have to have a canister replacement. Exactly. I mean – how often is somebody going to really do that? I mean, it yeah. doesn't happen on a regular basis. You know, just somebody's going to be out there with an, you know, underinflated canister. I think most people probably don't think about their car's airbag. Yeah. Unless they're in an accident. Exactly. They don't have to. It's, it's, there's no maintenance really at all to it. I mean, as far as, you know, just daily driving, you know, there's nothing you have to do. But with that system, there would have been because, you know, even then, would it operate when it's extremely cold or when it's extremely hot? Right, because and of the gas changes. And that's when they went over, they switched over to the idea of the solid propellant, which is what they use now, which yes. is like, yes. uh, it goes back to like rocket engines and rocket mm-hmm. fuel. Um, and, and it's a solid propellant that, you know, is, is good at all temperatures and it's very stable. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, just thought of a point I thought I'd mention. Yeah. You know what else they uh you know what else came uh two cars from aeronautics, right? Or from from uh airplane What's that? technology. Seatbelts. Oh. Okay. And we talked about that in um our Niels Bolin uh inventor of the three point seatbelt, no relation. Uh our really? names are spelled differently. I wish I was related to him. Sure. He, he saved like billions of lives. Wow. I would I would love to be in that guy's family. But uh but yeah, so it's a uh that, that three point seatbelt comes from uh aircraft as well. <laughs> you know, can I can I mention one more? I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I keep yeah. I keep coming up with more stuff. I got one more thing that I have to mention. Yes. How many times I saw this just recently and I can't remember that where I saw it, but an older film mm-hmm. uh where there's a comical airbag deployment. You know, and what the airbags that they, they thought airbags looked like back then or what they, uh, what they perceived them to do. Yeah. Um, one, one example that I can think of clearly was the original vacation movie, National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Remember when they picked up that big station wagon that they were going to travel across yeah. the country in? It had all the latest features. Remember it had like eight headlights and it had, uh, yes. you know, the latest cassette player and all that? Yeah. Do you remember that, you know, the airbags <laughs> deployed on him in the, in, the, he was sitting in the driver's seat and it looked like a, I think it was a black trash bag. <laughs> that deployed. I mean, it was clearly like a, just a glad bag or something. I'm trying to fight back my uh, my my regular laugh. It sounds like a donkey honking. It, so. <laughs> it was so funny, and you know, I and now that I think about it, looking back on some of those older movies in the early '80s, maybe late '70s, early '80s, 
there were a lot of these cases where, you know, you'd have this, these comical deployments of airbags that looked like trash bags in the front seat. Mm-hmm. And they were inflated by, you know, like just a, a canister of helium or whatever yeah. it was, you know, that they, they inflated. But it was very, very funny. Very funny. Pet peeves, man. Yes. Let's get them too quick because uh, yeah, yeah. making this too long. Got that, got that mental alarm clock going. Please. Yes. Scoot your driver's seat as far back from the steering wheel as possible. You know, that, that's comfortable for you. Yeah. Because I see so many people with their chest on the steering wheel. Bad idea. And an airbag. Bad idea. Terrible idea. Do you know what happens when that airbag comes out of the steering wheel at 200 miles per hour? Yeah, I know it breaks your sternum. It it would do a lot more than that. Yeah. It would crush you between the driver's seat and the airbag. It, it's it's going to be bad. Yeah. Please back your car seat up from the steering wheel as far as you can. I know some people can't go back really far if you're shorter. Sure. But there's ways. There are ways around that. Mm-hmm. Find a way to adjust the steering wheel or do something. You know, to, to keep that because you've got to have that distance. The last thing. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and just direct this towards the ladies. Oh, here That's we go. Here we go, move. Scott. I know. I don't. I'll take the heat on the email for this, but <sighs> I, I see. I'd say 98 percent females doing this. Okay. And check me if I'm wrong. I'm going to hear you out. Passenger side of the vehicle. Ladies put their their feet up on the dashboard in a car that has airbags. I see this all the time. My wife does this. Kids do it too, man. It drives me crazy when I see that. And I, I tell my wife, you know, you're taking your own life in your hands when you do that. And <laughs> she thinks I'm kidding. But do you know what happens if your feet are sitting on top of that panel and an airbag comes out of there? Give us a graphic description. Your knees will go through your head. It, it's going to be a bad, bad situation. I mean, really, it's going to break your body in half. Mm. It's really bad. It's a bad I mean, situation look for every how, body part involved. Look how big a passenger airbag is. Uh, you know, when they have those displays where they, they have them inflated or you, yeah. can, you can watch online and see how they're much, much bigger than a driver's side airbag. Right, much wider. They're huge. Yeah. They're, they're designed to come out from the dash and meet your body between the seat. Uh, well, you and mm-hmm. they sandwich you between the airbag and, and the seat. And uh, if you have your feet on top of that, there's not much chance that you're going to get out of there without two broken legs, you know, a uh, broken pelvis. You're going to have broken ribs. You're going to have – you're going to – your back's going to be messed up. You'll be lucky to be alive. Lucky to be alive. That's exactly right. And I see it all the time. You know, no no shoes on, feet up on top of the dash. That's so weird because I see I see kids doing that more often. That's That's my plea anyways. Just please, please stop doing that. And if you haven't thought about it or the reason behind why I'm saying it, think about it next time you're in the car. Yeah, I hope we haven't, uh, listeners, thanks for, uh, tuning in. I hope we. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I'm just, I'm not trying to scare anybody, yeah, yeah, but no, you know I'm what? It, it scares me to see it. And I, and yeah. I think about it all the time. It, it, it almost, uh, it's almost like that horrible, horrible scene in, uh, Death Proof Car or Death Proof. Oh, man. She's got her foot hanging out the window. Yeah. Okay. That similar situation. Just think about it that way. Well, we got, you know, guys, we don't want to scare you. We don't want you to get into your car or, God forbid, being driving dra- driving in traffic, listening to this podcast, yeah. and starting to stare at the center of your steering wheel with yeah. an overwhelming sense of fear. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, but airbags are there because they are good for you. Treat them with respect. And Yes, treat them with respect uh, as you would anything else that might suddenly rush at you at 200 miles an hour. Um which I don't know how many people deal with more than one thing like that in their lives. Can a lion run 200 miles an hour? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> I'll give you the answer. No. Oh, no, okay. Can't, yeah. Well, you know what? Don't write lions off. Ah, uh, sure. All right. So, uh, 
Aside from our gross misrepresentation of Leonine Speed, uh, we hope that you have found this uh, podcast fairly informative, and we'd love to hear what you guys think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hit us up on our website, HowStuffWorks.com, where we've got a couple of uh, very informative articles about airbags and side curtain airbags. And then, of course, Scott, what if somebody wants to email us with an idea for another episode? Well, if you're not too scared, they can email us at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join HowStuffWorks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.